Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Listen close and mark my words true. There be danger here, so venture not into the forge waters with a weak constitution. Our goal be fortune and renown, and our aim be at the hearts of those what would stand in our way. If you be so bold, then it's all hands on deck as we set sail on perilous tides. Hey, everybody. Before we get into this week's episode, we want to take a moment to thank all of the patrons who joined us in the month of May. Josh Harrison, Tiffany Mertz, Rob Porter, Jonathan Pesahov, J Alphabeta 89 Anna Doherty, Stan Sitzman, Ethan Sherwood, Tennis, Carl Lundstrom, Claire Watson, Jax G, The Cats, Juan Bobo, and Gotenks, Sean Bowles, and The Brave Little Roaster. So thank you for joining us this month and for all of you who join us every month. If you're interested in supporting the work that we do, you can head over to patreon.com slash the crit show. Tears start at $1. And with that, it's time to let the recap roll. Last time on Perilous Tides. There was a man of war, enormous, and other ships being destroyed by it. And and you were underwater, but you weren't alone. You were struggling to, to bring something up and Cole was there. Well, what do you suggest? Do you want to unfurl and make way? We have no work. There'll be no work on the bottom of the ocean. I lean over to David and I say, it looks like we have incoming bucket heads, so just make sure the crew is prepared to take whatever action Callahan decides when he gets back. Fitzwater's coming off that boat, and he can only be coming here for one reason. Something the queen doesn't want to get her hands dirty with. See, it's a good thing we didn't take off, isn't it? Commodore, fantastic to see you. What are you doing in Clearwater? Pardon me, we're on official business. Well, anything you think my crew and I could help you with. It is a work missive that details that a pirate ship had stolen personal property from Queen Anne herself. And the reward for its safe and intact, unscathed return is either 10,000 coin or any current bounties on the ship that makes the return will be completely revoked. There's something that's off. You see a small slip of paper flutter to the ground. And scoop up the little scrap of paper and read it as I follow behind them. Which says, Vice Admiral Argo Wright, the goods have been delivered, fire away. And you know Vice Admiral Argo Wright is the most renowned pirate killer in this world. Sayer, you have read this note, a letter that was written from Fitzwalter to the Vice Admiral Argo Wright, indicating that his goods have been dropped off, 
and the vice admiral is free to fire away. What do you want to do? As I read this, I stop dead. Uh, Callahan, hmm. you might want to take a look at this. And I'll walk past him and hand it off as I start heading back towards the ship. I think I was right. We may want to get the hell out of here. Fire at will. Now wait, so is he just sending us all out to our deaths? It's either that, or it's just an extra bonus for them. Get us to reclaim the treasure, and then sink us all. I wonder if there really is a treasure. I mean, that would be the smart thing, wouldn't it? Getting all of us in one place? True. If he has an idea of where Hodge is gone, maybe they create a kill box, so to speak. Line up all their biggest gunships, and when they know that we're on the trail, blast us all to hell. It's one. I I saw it. It's one massive warship, and we're all going after it. There's something on it that we we want, or it's come up between us. I'm not sure, but it's one ship bigger than any I've seen. Well, I mean, one ship doesn't seem that hard to deal with. I get that it's a very big ship, but I'm saying it seems easier to avoid one ship, then. I I don't know how else to explain it to you. Every ship, (laughs) as far as I could fucking see destroyed you being pulled under by some enormous force the end of all of us did you say we were chasing the ship yes well i didn't see our ship anymore but callahan here was trapped underneath it being pulled into the dark by some malicious force and cole was there i can't unsee that part cole was reaching out for callahan so say what do you recommend we do then do we not chase the bounty do we Warn everyone else in the bay. They won't believe us. No one will believe us. You barely believe me. I I believe you. I'm just trying to be optimistic about it. But what are our options? Just, I mean, we can simply do nothing. It won't make a very exciting podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I think if we don't go, we're that last rare bird that people hunt because the rest are extinct. Right now, we thrive. We can survive because there are so many of us. And the pirate kings and queens, well, they're just dangerous enough to keep the queen at bay. But if the queen can destroy all of the freelancers at one go, we've lost the advantage of numbers. Well, if their plan is to get all of us together and take us out in one big swipe, they'd have to release some sort of information to get us all in the same place, right? Some kind of clue to where we think Hodge might be? It's possible. Or maybe they're just hoping that Hodge is stupid enough that he doesn't hide his trail very well, and as soon as one ship gets whisper of where it is, the rest follow. What are the odds, Mr. Sayer, that your dream is just a dream, and that there is no giant death ship? It's not just a dream. Uh, I had a a very similar dream, and I can vouch for what Mr. Sayer is saying. Wait, you saw it too? Yes, it's, it's fuzzy. It's hard for me to remember when I have nightmares like that, but... I saw the very big ship with the very many guns, and all of the pirates being sunk, and I believe what you say. I do concede that you could be correct. It could be a metaphor for some larger threat that is coming, but it didn't feel that way. It felt like a real physical thing. That piece of paper in your hand does not seem like a metaphor. Do we know the type of ship that Wrythe is normally the commander of? We know him as, like, a pirate killer, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know that he usually has a frigate, not very maneuverable, um, but a well-armored ship, but it isn't this massive man-of-war that you saw in the dream. Well, if this boat actually does exist, uh, maybe it's time to ask some questions around. I mean, it would be hard to hide the construction of something that large. Maybe someone has seen something closer to the Queen's Islands. Sure, we're going to have to bribe some bucketheads. 
Yes. But again, even just getting out on the water could be extremely dangerous right now. No matter where we're going, if they're hunting pirates... Well, hold on. We have this note, which means the Commodore doesn't. I'm sure he'll send out another one, but now he knows that the information's out, he has to assume that somebody knows he's coming. We have to go. As much as I hate saying that sentence out loud, because we can't afford to lose all of our brethren, or we don't survive much longer, because it will become much easier to hunt us if there are one-tenth of our number left. You know, spreading the word, other people might not believe us or think that we're trying to keep them from getting to Hodge, but at the very least, maybe the warning will be in the back of their mind if they happen to see something. Hmm. You know what would make them believe us? If we got to Hodge first, and we had nothing to deter them from, at that point, why would we be lying? I mean, that sounds good to me. We should probably get sailing. Ada, do you think that while we finish getting the ship ready, you could go into the tavern, maybe see if there's a lingering Queensman or someone who might have been close to their islands lately, just to see if they saw anything strange, any large constructions while they were there? Sure, I can do that. I will hand over to her, like, half of my gilding coins, just in case. I grab her arm as she walks away, and uh, I tell her, act like you want to be impressed. Is that usually what works for you? No, but I imagine it'll work pretty good for you. I'll keep that in mind. Thanks, Theo. Uh, I'll start heading towards the tavern. Okay, so the other three of you go on back down to the ship? Yep. All right, Ada, you make it back to the tavern. It is drastically more emptied than it had been earlier in the day or probably should be around this time of day. It's not a leap of logic to assume it has something to do with these notices that had come out and been (laughs) taken. Um, But there are still maybe a half a dozen or so people in here just sitting on their own and drinking. Uh, And the usual bartender, Vicky, uh, back behind the bar. Do I see anyone? I've seen some bucket heads before and some people who might be allied with the queen. Uh, Anyone around who maybe looks like they came with uh, Fitzwalter? There's no one in uniform, but, you know, there's few enough people in here that I think you could roll size up to see if any of these people might have information that you'd need. That is plus vinegar. All right. I rolled a nine. Okay, you get a hold two. And I think you notice one person in particular that seems a little more, well, clean and proper. Like he's uh, clean shaven and uh, his clothes aren't quite as ragged and worn as the rest. This seems like somebody that probably operates a little closer to the uh, centers of commerce than way out here on the fringes. Awesome. I'm going to sidle up to that guy and say, well, that was all very exciting, wasn't it? Uh, What's that? Oh, you know, the big bounty and all the pirates running around. It's fun, isn't it? Oh, yes. Is that what the uh, Bucketheads were in for? Yeah. I see, I see. Um, I don't do a lot of freelance work myself, but I'm noticing this place cleared out quite quickly. Well, someone starts waving around a bunch of treasure and, you know, pirates do what they do. Are you new here? Oh, yes. I haven't been out this way very often. I've heard this had a lovely bay. I like to come out and relax, fish. It's nice. It's not as nice as the capital. Ah, no, well, that is the jewel of the Sovereign Sea, isn't it? (laughs) You know, I really, really miss being out there. What's something new that's been going on there recently? Any, oh, I don't know. My father was a shipbuilder. Can you tell me anything about that? And I'd like to use my hold... 
uh, how can I get you to uh, maybe tell me about the ship that Sayer is describing? I'll give you the answer. I'll tell you, you're doing a good job already. He clearly likes this attention. Like he <laughs> likes that someone, especially a woman, came up and is giving him any kind of positive attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he is. Uh, he's kind of smiling along with you as you ask the question. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm in shipbuilding myself. Well, a portion of it. I um, facilitate a lot of the transfer of materials. Uh, so yes, I'd say I've been doing quite well. It's why I'm out here on vacation. Do you? That's a really important job. Oh yes, well, uh, the Queen's ships can't get built without my work. <laughs> Tell me, what's the most impressive one that you've built? Oh, well, um, we did quite a lot of, uh, well, a decent amount of wood shipping, but quite a lot of steel lately uh, towards the Haven. Uh, you know, they keep most of the Queen's ships out there. I know they're either building a lot of ships or <laughs> maybe something large. I don't know. I don't get to see quite a lot of the finished product myself, but yes, they're doing some work. Oh, a lot of steel. Anything else exciting? Big, flashy guns or... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I wouldn't know too much about the guns, just the plating, but I'd judge by the size of some of the shipments we've sent. Yes, they're, they're building something quite impressive. I'm so sorry, I didn't catch your name. Oh, Thomas, hello. Ivy, hi. Nice to meet you, Ivy. It is such a pleasure, Thomas. I do hope that you enjoy the rest of your vacation. Oh, thank you. I will enjoy it quite a lot more if you're going to be in town longer. Oh, you know, you can usually find me in here most evenings telling fortunes. Ah, very good. Maybe I'll get a reading. (laughs) I'm afraid I'm very in demand. You might have to reserve your spot early. Ah, well, uh, where do I put down a payment? Yep. I just offer my my sort of gloved hand. Whatever you think is appropriate. I'm very good. (laughs) He lays down a hundred coin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Thomas. I will see you later, and you will go right to the top of the list. Well, thank you very much. And he goes back to his drink. Yep, I skip out of the tavern. Awesome. So, Callahan, Sayre, Theo, you come back down towards your ship. And you can see that the whole bay is just in a tizzy. People are getting their ships ready. One or two are already halfway out of the bay. Uh, You know, people are on the move here. What's the plan? I mean, we've already had the crew make ready to launch, right? Yeah, I'd say that's safe. Does it seem clear, like, who, if not us, would be the first one out? Uh, Yeah, um, I think, you know, there really, there already are one or two ships in the bay, like, on the move. Um, They're just kind of smaller, no-name ships that you don't really recognize. Um, But of the people that you know are, like, contenders in this world, like, named people, um, there is uh, Captain Richter, and uh, he is aboard a brigantine called Delilah's Tear. Is that T-E-A-R? Yes. I'm going to spell it T-I-E-R just so I don't accidentally call it Delilah's Tear later. Dude, I did it literally the exact same thing. (laughs) I wrote T-E-A-R and then I wrote E-E over the top of it. (laughs) If we're planning to actually race for Hodge, I imagine that Captain Richter is our main opponent on the way out of this bay. Yes, but race to where? Supposedly the last place they'd seen him was near Guildworth. That would be where to pick up a trail, if that's what we're going for. It's a place to start. I wonder if he knows what he has. Again, I'm not completely convinced that Hodges out there has anything. This might all be a wonderful fairy tale to get all of us out on the water for destruction. How many ships are getting ready to launch? Uh, I think there's about 25 ships in the harbor that are actually preparing to move. 
Are we just racing in a pack in that direction? If we know his last location, how many others do you think might? I mean, I don't know how many might have overheard, but I was standing next to the Commodore the entire time, and I'm the only one who seemed to bother to ask him. Fair. I have a thought, but for it to work, we have to be the last ones out of here, which could put us at a disadvantage. Please enlighten me of the thought. I think you'll just have to trust me for a moment. I feel like the winds are shifting in our favor. And I turn and I walk over to the mast and start climbing up towards the crow's nest. Fucking no answers from him. (laughs) I I just like a stone-faced turn to Theo. I just go, have you ever worked on a ship where the captain was treated this way? (laughs) Not by me. That's what I love about you, Theo. (laughs) You know... Us leaving last isn't going to be a problem, depending on how long Ada takes to get back with her information. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully she'll hurry back. Uh, Yeah, unless there's anything specific you want to be doing. I think over the next few minutes, a a lot more of these ships are pulling out and making all speed in some general easterly direction out of the bay. Um, Ada gets back to the ship. And yeah, the bay is is really clearing out pretty quickly. I'll I'll give you this because it's very obvious. Fitzwalter's ship is still here. Interesting. We just stand on the deck and stare at him. (laughs) (laughs) Do the point at our own eyes, point at him. After you. I'm just addressing the whole crew like, and don't forget that we could have been the first ones out if we wanted to be. I'm so proud of all of you. (laughs) I called all hands and we had all hands. You did your jobs fantastically. This was a tactical decision and no fault of yours. Well done, crew. Awesome. <laughs> uh, are you waiting until the place is emptied of the, the so-called pirates before you make any move? That is what Sarah recommended, yeah, so yes. we're waiting, then we're waiting. All right. Ada, what did you find out? How many big ships that are made out of iron have you heard of? I mean, I've heard of a number of them. I haven't encountered almost any. Well, apparently they're working on a very big one out by Haven. You mean like plated? Right, not made of. Plated, yes. Okay, yes. A ship made of metal, that would be a hell of a thing. Can you even imagine? (laughs) Don't be ridiculous. But I'm led to believe that this ship that both of you dreamed of, I guess it's a real thing that they're making. Either way, whether those were materials for a fleet or for the giant ship, either way, we're in the same danger, so. That they're making or they have been making? How close are they to being done with this thing? I think it was pretty close, if not finished. No matter what we do, it's going to be a gamble, so I trust the Navigator and his strange magical brain. Uh, navigator, what, what you doing up there, Haas? So, <laughs> He's asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I've just curled up into the fetal position. I'm taking a nap. Uh, no, I'm standing looking out at the horizon uh, with all of the other pirate ships going out, and I'm going to try to twist fate. Uh, when you try to twist fate, roll Spitfire. On a hit, pick one of the following options. On a 7 to 9, you must spend one luck, or the fate gets to answer the attached question. On a miss, the fate chooses one and answers the attached question. The things that you get on a hit, you remember something hidden in your pocket. And then the attached question is, what is it and how did you get it? Uh, You notice something overlooked in the area that might help you. You find a flaw or vulnerability in your opponent. Describe it. The weather, the wind, or the tides change. How do they help? Uh, So this is Spitfire. Okay, roll it. 11. Okay, which one are you going with? So Sayer's standing up there looking out at the horizon with all the other ships starting to sail off, and in the black of his eye, there's just almost looks like a real minor flash of lightning, and the wind 
starts to shift a little bit. It doesn't necessarily go away from the direction everyone else is going, but it makes a slight alteration. Tack the sails to match the wind. Start headed that direction. You heard the man, all hands. Everyone springs into action as the wandering star gets on the move. I think over the next short while here, you get the equivalent of a shitty side eye from a whole lot of ships that you're passing as you realize that even literally the tides, like the the stream in the ocean is carrying you faster. Um, most of the ships, I mean, they have to go east, but whether northeast, southeast, due east, you know, there's a lot of ways for people to go and a lot of people are trying different things here. Um, but you get close enough to enough other ships that you can tell they're, <laughs> they're irritated. You're getting, you know, waved fists and... Uh, the glint of spy glasses, and you are moving very, very quickly and past them. Uh, so I will make my way back down. I wasn't exactly sure how it was going to turn out, but my hope is that the wind is now directing us the proper direction, and we may just be a little ahead of everyone else. I put an arm around Sarah, and I go, well, I love it. Hey, while well, I have you here, next time you have a sweet idea and you want to command the rest of the crew, just... Can you run it through me? What with me being the captain and all, if you're yelling out the commands, there's a little bit of confusion about the, you know, the structure and the hierarchy. And eh? It's just, look, you're the navigator and I'm the captain, and so I'm the one that gives the orders, and I like your ideas, but just present them to me first before you command the rest of the crew so that they have a central figure to look towards. It's good for morale, you see? Well, I was supposed to climb all the way back down that ladder and whisper it in your ear. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And again, there's that <laughs> slow chewing of air, just the, uh, and turn and, and walk back down the steps. All right. So the wind and the tides are on your side. Wherever you're going to go, it's going to get you there faster than anybody else. So the question is, where are you going? Since they were seen right around Guildsworth, maybe we could head there and check in with kind of the headquarters of the Allerton Banana Company, since Callahan owns it and I used to work there. Maybe find some people that we have some pull with that might give us some information. Yeah, I don't know how we would actually like pick up a trail on the water. So I feel like we've got to go to some port and talk to people to figure out a new heading off of this. So I think that's a good idea. It is stuck in my head right now that because you've got a headquarters here on Guildworth and then they distribute bananas other places that they distribute using longboats and they're all just painted like bananas. <laughs> painted yellow, yeah. I was thinking the same thing, that they're, they're like yellow ships. Superb. All right, I think it's about a week's travel between the island of Teardrop to the island of New Harriston, which houses the city of Guildworth. Is there anything anybody's specifically doing during this week? I think after that first night, I want to remember one of my nightly prophetic dreams. So I will mark a weakness. I will mark exhausted, uh, which is fixed with extended rest. Does the next six days, is that sufficient extended rest? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and set the precedent early that we can do this. Um, <laughs> you just hotkeyed that move. <laughs> oh, boy, you did. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, I want to trigger a vision, please. Okay, uh, I think you have this dream on the first night as you go, and you get a much clearer view of what was drawn on the uh, uh, bounty missives that were put out. Uh, it is this small but beautiful, ornate, gilded treasure chest. And you see it up in these mountains. It's 
seemingly sitting near a stream and the vision in your dream follows this stream down from the mountain and the stream gets bigger and bigger and it, it turns into a creek. It turns into a river and then it connects as two other rivers come in from opposite directions and meet it in a bay. And I think that you've been around enough to recognize this clearly as the port city of Riversmouth in the island of Lakehurst. And you wake from this dream. Uh, I will go find the rest of my crewmates here, gather them all up. I think that I know where Hodge is, and I think he's much closer than we expected. Where? Lakehurst. I'd recommend that we change our course and head that direction. The sooner we find him, the sooner we collect or disprove the bounty and can then start spreading the word that they're out here to murder us all without being doubted. Did you see him? No, but I saw the treasure that he supposedly carries. Ooh, what is it? Pretty much what was drawn on the missives. A very fancy-looking chest. Is it being guarded? You didn't see that necessarily in the dream, but I think it is also pretty clear when you have these, you've had enough to kind of know there is dream quality to this. Nothing is necessarily exactly as it is. It's not that precise. It is still a dream, so... I don't know that I would know if it was being guarded. I don't even know that it's technically this treasure as much as it could be just what I'm looking for, and what I'm looking for is Hodge. What do we know about Lakehurst? Uh, you know that it is one of the places that's still pretty wild. Um, there's a lot of rivers and lakes there. There's quite a lot of swampland. Uh, you know that a lot of people had tried to settle it early on as it is one of the most western islands, you know, it was one of the first of the islands for people to hit and land, um, but since it is so swampy, a lot of people didn't really stay there for long. Uh, so really most of the still civilized areas are just the coasts. Well, if Hodge did put it there, I guess it makes sense he would take it away from civilization, put it somewhere people aren't going to want to go. I mean, without sailing into the forge waters, he almost couldn't get any further away from Queen's Garden. But obviously there are a ton of us at Clearwater, so not a good idea to stop there either. Yeah, and I will walk over to Callahan and put my hand on his shoulder and, and lean in real close. So I think you should tell the men to adjust the sails to head that direction. <laughs> I think he genuinely starts cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will start giving out the commands to the rest of the crew. Are we out of sight of the other ships that were also trending in this direction? Yeah, I, I think with a full day that you've had already, or at least, you know, full into the night and next morning, definitely well beyond anybody else. Also, just a point of order with what you've chosen here, if you are going to go with this, since you kind of were heading more northeast uh, and now you have to cut a little south, you only have about another day of travel, so you're going to hang on to that one weakness. That is fair and accepted. Okay. That's just how all your visions are going to work for now on long trips. The, <laughs> the, vision, the vision just shows you a closer route. <laughs> I'm like, this oh, is no, man, in it's the just north. Right over there. Nope, south now. <laughs> uh, one more day and you would have been healed, but... <laughs> so close, so close. Uh, all right, so the crew hops to and gets everything cut a little more southeasterly. Uh, is there anything the rest of you are doing? Uh, yeah, I think Theo is working on giving out some tattoos. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, at the very least, Ellen is up for more tattoos. <laughs> like, she's got 
quite a few. She's got a, a decent spread, but uh, she is ready for more. Uh, yeah, I think with Ellen right now, I'm working on doing the hold fast across her knuckles. Oh, <laughs> perfection. That's so good. I think that Sayer is just spending most of his hours in the crow's nest, pivoting that telescope around. Because there's something that's very unnerving about this large ship coming out of nowhere. Uh, And so I think I'm on the lookout for it. Yeah, I think while everyone else is kind of sailing and getting um, the ship together, there's a uh, scene of uh, of Ada alone in her room, taking off her red leather gloves and just kind of slowly feeding a rat to the mouth in her hand. (laughs) Okay. All right. Like dropping it by the tail head first or? Probably, No, yeah. let's not. Let's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I began asking that. All right. Uh, so you make your way south and uh, you know that River's Mouth is on the south side of this island. Um, so you make your way around. I think it's pretty safe to say as you're getting close, you do spot some other ships that are sailing up, you know, nothing alarm raising. So, you know, it's pretty clear that you're close. And uh, before long, you are at the Bay of River's Mouth, where literally three rivers connect, spilling out into the ocean. Is there anything to be seen as we approach the island, ships, or particularly his ship? Uh, so, yeah, there's actually not a perception move in this game for us to roll, like, in a situation. Well, like any situation, really. Um, you know, it's taken for granted that pirates are clever and and uh, perceptive. Uh, so even if there's something, like, hidden, it's assumed that you're going to find that because that's just kind of what you are all always looking for. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think in that case, then, I'm going to twist fate. Uh, that is with Spitfire. So go ahead and roll it. Six. Ooh. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. So my bond move is when a crewmate submits to you despite their doubts, add one rank with them. I feel like Sayer kind of did that. Sayer trusted my lead. Does that seem accurate to you, Rev? Yeah. In that first conversation about the dream and we'll prep the ship, but we won't leave. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um, Okay. So that would bring me up to two rank with Sayer, and I think I would spend one of them spend one of my bond with him to bring this failure up to a success. Okay, so that bumps you up to a mixed. Uh, Do you want to spend luck or do you want me to answer the question for whatever it is that you're looking at? I think I'm going to spend luck so that you don't answer this question. I think I I would like to answer it myself or leave it unanswered. So I think as I am looking through my telescope at the island... The one I'm going to choose is you notice something overlooked in the area that might help you. Okay. And I think I see carved into a little piece of driftwood that's just partway up the mountain, part of the symbol on his flag to indicate this is where they're hiding somewhere. Maybe they're looking for help to arrive, and so they've set this out thinking that it's so mundane that someone else won't notice it. Like, just in the way of twist fate that I'm looking through the telescope and I just look away from it and I move it to a spot and look back in and it has landed on this item. Okay, okay, yeah. So I think uh, I think it is. It's just that matter of you having kind of scanned beyond the actual town, you know, beyond the port and you just, you catch it. You just catch this little bare side of it. A tiny little thing that was attached to a tree near one of the rivers and, and you grabbed it. Uh, okay, so y'all are pulling in. What do you want to do? 
What does the flag of the pallid visage look like? Yeah, uh, so it is a dark gray flag with a um, like an off-white mask with crying tears etched out of it. Rad. As we were pulling in, I saw up on the hill just past the town a marker with just the faintest outline of the mask carved into it. I don't know if we want to go up there and check around that location. I saw, like, on top of a mountain, right? That was what I saw. Yeah, absolutely. Like, following it up till you're out of the actual riverlands and stuff as thin as creeks and streams. Yes, I think we know which path to follow then, but I think we've got quite a hike ahead of us. It appeared to be at the top of the mountains. Do we know anything about these mountains as far as how treacherous of a... Is it a day hike or... Do we need to get some gear? Yeah, I mean, kind of judging from what he had seen, you think it's probably at least a full day's hike to get up that high? If it's going to take us a whole day to get up there, we're probably going to have to camp out. Maybe we should gather some supplies, ask around and see if anyone has seen Hodge. We can get any more specific information and then head out. All right. So heading into town to do a little shopping, do a little asking around. Yeah, I think so. I'll go buy some rations and poles and canvas to set up a tent or something and while i'm shopping ask if anyone has seen captain hodge preferably someone that looks not navy (laughs) yeah i think at uh one of the taverns you find a group of of guys that you maybe even kind of recognize like maybe can't pull their names out of your head um but yeah just known pirate life type dudes that would be chill and at least somewhat reliable. Gentlemen, what brings you to Riversmouth? Oh, always the work. Uh, there's this just big burly guy with a thick uh, bright red beard and a, a shaved head. He seems to be the one kind of leading the conversation here. We uh, we got word that there's a bounty missive going around, so we kind of followed one of the towns to see if we could find one, but they were all cleaned out here. Do you know who you're looking for? Yeah, everybody's saying Hodge, but uh, we saw him not long ago. Like, everybody was saying he was up north, northeast somewhere, but we thought he was around here, but without the missive, don't matter much to us. Oh, you've seen him on the island? Yeah, yeah, it'd be a few days ago. Hmm, interesting. Well, uh, let me know if you come across one of the missives, or don't. I suppose you probably don't want the competition if you do, huh? (laughs) Well, I mean, we're doing all right. We try to stay a little low anyway. We don't have any current bounties going on, and... Guild was all right on that, but be careful out there. I only saw a glimpse of him myself, but he just—he seemed a little, little off, a little quiet. He's kind of a loud mouth, and he just—I don't know—he was kind of mumbling to himself. It just didn't seem right, so I gave him space. And by the time word of this missive came around, I, I hadn't seen him for a couple of days anyway. Was he by himself, or did he have his crew with him? Oh, I only saw him by himself. Did you see his ship? Oh, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, I mean, I haven't noticed it. Strange. Yes, well, we'll be careful. You be careful as well. All right. Pay for the goods. What What do I owe you? Uh, just for rations and essentially a tent, right? Yeah. Don't forget the marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Also a bag of marshmallows. I think it's like not a, even a mentionable amount, like just a little bit of rations and some canvas and poles for a tent isn't isn't anything so important that you can't find it easily. So I'm, I'm not going to make you mark off coin for that. Neato. Well, once we're outside out of earshot of those guys, so he's not in his right mind. And somehow he seems to have arrived without a ship. Or a crew. Well, that seems strange. I wonder if he was out of his right mind before or after he took this treasure. That's a good question. I wonder if he's here hiding because his payday was selling them his ship to use as a lure. Maybe his ship's out there and he's here hiding in his money hoard. Could be. They recommended that we proceed with caution in dealing with him. 
So, everyone be ready. It sounds like he could snap. Well, I suppose we should get hiking. (laughs) (laughs) And me without my hiking boots. Suppose we'll move up into the mountains. All right. Uh, It's super easy to find that first post that Sayer had noticed. Uh, and just following along the river, I don't think uh, I don't think it's out of the question to say that you find a few more of those markings, and they get more and more subtle as you go. But you know what you're looking for now. I think I'm picking them up as we go. Nice. Okay. Absolutely. A few of them are like scuffed onto something and whatnot, so you may have to like kind of stop and. I'm just hauling a Sisyphean rock as I. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you carrying that? Just turn the rock upside down. <laughs> This is why I hate hiking. (laughs) I I, always do this. I'm a pack rat. I have to keep the things I find. (laughs) All right. So it's safe to say that you all get this camp set up. You get your tents up. uh, You get your fire going. Uh, You know, it is really it's starting to get dark. And I think as you all are settling in around the fire down in the woods, several trees deep where it starts to get very dark. You hear a little scuffle of movement, and as you all look up in the shadow of one of the trees, a cloaked figure freezes in fear from the sound that it made and turns and vanishes into the dark. How far away were they in the trees? Like, how far away is the tree line that we saw them? Oh, like 40 to 50 feet. The tree line's probably a little closer than that, but they were a few trees deep. How dark is it? Uh, the sun, you, you still see a little bit of uh, sunlight on the horizon. Like, it, it is just getting there. Um, so it's it's pretty dark with the shadows of the trees and such, but you got a little bit of light left. Uh, did we get a good idea of, like, which direction they headed? Or was it more of just we saw a figure in the shadows of the trees? Oh, yeah. I'd say it's pretty clear that they just essentially turned heel and went the opposite direction. Like, they are just headed straight into the woods away from you. Yeah, Theo's going to get up and just take right off after him. Okay. Same. Yeah, same. Well, make sure the fire doesn't go out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Superb. Um, Theo, you catch up pretty quickly. Uh, You find this figure trying to sprint through the woods, but it is dark, and it is pretty obvious that they don't know this area very well, and they're uh, tripping over a few things. They're making a lot of noise, crashing through the underbrush. Uh, The long cloak that they're wearing is getting caught on bushes and such so they're making slow progress and uh you're on them pretty quickly so once i catch up i want to grab the back of the cloak where do you think you're going and pull them backwards to fall on their back on the ground uh yeah okay i think this is gonna be use a dirty trick uh so when you use a dirty trick against an opponent uh roll plus vinegar On a hit, your trick works at a cost. Uh, On a 10+, plus, you get away clean, or you can up the ante, your choice. Oh, good. I have a minus two to vinegar. Oh, good, 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 good. (laughs) That would be a 10. Uh, Do you want it to sort of go off without a hitch, or do you want to uh, add a little stank on it? (laughs) Always the stank. Oh, God, okay. So uh, you have gotten a hold of the hood, uh, you yank the cloak back, and down they go on the ground. Uh, What's your kind of free shot, free action here to 
uh, do a little more. I want to be able to gauge if they're holding any weapons and kind of be able to quickly assess the situation so that I can detain them while also being aware of any danger that they might try to use to defend themselves. Yeah, no problem. Uh, He's down and you are able to see that he has a sword, but it's not in hand. It is sheathed at his side and you are able to uh, slip that out of its sheath and he is there on the ground defenseless. Yeah, I'll toss the sword off to the side and I'll pick him up by the front of his shirt and push him up against a tree. You have this guy pinned against the tree. Callahan and Ada have caught up and this guy's hood is back. This, I think, is someone that you all recognize. He's just average height. He's got kind of sandy blonde hair and a little uh, mustache and goatee. He looks startled and a little afraid. He looks over the three of you there and kind of relaxes a little bit. And a tentative but fearful smile creeps over his face. Uh, This is a gentleman known as Captain Bratton Reese. Oh, uh, hello there, Callahan. Hello, Reese. What are you doing here? Well, I was, uh... Going to ask you the same thing. I wasn't expecting, well, regular people out here. R- sorry, regular people? Oh, yeah. It's a whole mess of uh, some sort of ghosties out here. Ghosts, you say? I love a good ghost story. Well, I don't have much in the way of stories, just uh, the things that have been chasing me about. We're here looking for Hodge. Ah, yes. Yes, that makes sense. That is also why I have come to this particular location. Where's your crew? They did not want to come up into the hills because, as they say, it is haunted up here. I laughed it off, and here I am. Uh, Theo, you can you can let the gentleman down now. I just stare at Reese for a second, and then I slowly just let him down the tree. Ah, thank you very much. My goodness, you're fast. And strong. I don't have to be that fast when you keep tripping over every single branch in the woods. Oh, thought I was doing all right. Big cloak. Not ideal for traversing jungle terrain. No, it is not. But it seems to work pretty well because um, most of the, the, the skelly things, uh, they don't really see very well, I've come to find. So if I hunker down in the dark, they don't really uh, notice me. How long have you been out here? A couple of days. Did you come in with the cloak or did you realize the skeletons couldn't see and fashion it later? Oh, no, I had it. So you came in with a bad idea and it just happened to turn into a good idea. Well, when you put it that way, I suppose I did. <laughs> so how many of these skelly things have you seen? Oh, uh, I guess I'm not really sure. I've uh, taken out one or two myself. But, um, you know, I haven't really stopped to measure whether I've been seeing the same ones multiple times or if they've been, uh, you know, a whole bunch of different ones. Certainly at least, oh, a dozen or so. Well, come on. Come on back with us to our camp. Safety in numbers and all that. Yes, sir. Uh, Sorry about the chase. I uh, just got startled because, well, I assumed maybe you were Hodge and his men, and, well, I didn't want to try something on my own. Yeah, he uh, follows you back to camp? Well, I follow him back to camp, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so who all have you brought out? Ah, Saya, hello. What the hell are you doing out here, Reese? I was looking for uh, Hodge. It seems you all have uh, found your way here for the same reason. Hmm. When did you get the missive? Oh, let's see. Uh, a few days ago. Um, would have been, I think, four days now. Well, what? I don't know. I sort of assumed that we were the first ones to get it. I mean, that doesn't make sense. We're very far away from where the Queen's Navy launches, but just us being the protagonists and all, I just kind of assumed. <laughs> <laughs> well, where were you when you found one? Clearwater. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I got mine just down at uh, Riversmouth. So, you've been out here for a few days. Yep. You've been fighting skeletons. Have you seen hide nor hair of Hodge? 
I have not. Well, you see, I'm I'm up here because I got uh, lucky, I would say. Uh, I brought my ship up and around Lakehurst on the far side. We were going to head north. I had a hunch that maybe, uh, you know, he'd been seen heading south from Warway Haven. So we thought, ah, he's doing a little uh, little rope-a-dope there. He's making people think he's going one way and going another. And just as we were passing the bay on the, the northwest side, I saw his ship. It was all painted up like the Queen's Navy ships. Uh, but it was clearly his. It was clearly the, the visage. And a few of his crew were scrambling around on it. And they set off. A bunch of uh, powder kegs sank the thing right to the bottom of the bay. He sank his own ship. He sank his own ship. The gods only know why. I think maybe uh, one or two of the crew noticed us, so we tried to hightail around the other side of the bay, and, uh, you know, I followed up from there. But that was the last I saw of any of his crew. So his ship's on the bottom of this bay? Well, down on the northwest side of, of the island, yeah. He might have painted it to get where he was going to get the treasure. Yes, I mean, that would make sense. If he stole something from the Queen, maybe he sneaked in with the ship hole painted up like theirs. Well, that kind of affects our theory that maybe he didn't know what it was that he was taking. Well, tell me more about the skeletons. Do they only appear at night? What's the deal with these skelly things? Oh, just, uh, the closer I get to the middle of the plateau, the more of them there seem to be. They... I've been traveling around in uh, small groups, usually uh, two to four. I've tried to track a couple, but they, they were on to me and chased me off, so I, I can't tell exactly where it is that they're coming from. Maybe they're not coming from anywhere. They might just be, uh, you know, walking around as dead folk do. You said you fought a couple of them. Oh, yes, yeah, they kind of didn't give me a choice once or twice. How easy did they go down? Well, uh, I don't mean to brag, but uh, I... Uh, don't have any uh, real scuffs or bruises to speak of. Why did you see us and run? Well, I, I saw the firelight start, so I crept up. And I saw that they were real people. And of course, the, the little skellies haven't been building fires. And so I assumed, ah, here's Hodge. I found him at last. And then I saw more than one figure moving around. And well, I wanted to duck and cover and try to see and bumped something. And well, I, I just had to get out of there. You know, I didn't want to get cut down. Uh, I'm going to scrutinize him because we were at a fire like, he should have seen our faces. I want to see if he's hiding something. Okay, go ahead and roll. Size up. Twelve. Nice. You get two. How is he actually feeling? He is terrified. And I think you can pretty easily attach that to the fact that this guy is 100% a coward. There, There's kind of a mixture of what are these people going to do? And like a, a fear of he has lost his chance. What aces do you have up your sleeve? I want to ask you, how does Sayer get these feelings? Like, is this kind of a, like a magical mental connection? Is this just pure skill of observation? I think sometimes it's a mix of both. Cool. But I think at this moment, it is knowing this person, watching them be shifty, behaving in a way that they don't normally behave. Okay. I think that you realize just from the way he's been talking that the ace he has up his sleeve is that he has experience with these skeletons that he's been talking about and he knows how they work. So the ace up his sleeve is, while he can almost certainly do nothing to any of you physically, he has ways to manipulate the situation so that you're in a bad spot with these skeletons and he is not. So while he is being kind of crafty at the same time being real scared i don't get any sense that like he's not being truthful about his situation here correct okay yeah, okay correct uh so yeah i'm just gonna file that away and be wary if we travel with him okay how did you all find your way up here we followed the markers the what he uh has put out some markers that just 
They kind of resemble his flag on stones, on pieces of driftwood. I think he's got them set out there in case maybe help should arrive or something. That's very clever. Well, uh, I wouldn't recommend this at night, but I can at least show you a little closer to the to the dead men walking around. I mean, I, for one, would love to see them. Oof. All right, you can have them. <laughs> you said there's more of them the closer you get to the middle of the plateau. Uh, I mean, it seemed that way. Sounds like there's a concentration of them there guarding something. Oh, the skeletons aren't his crew, are they? Oh, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't think so. They all looked, uh, you know, quite clean for bones. You know, they don't seem uh, freshly dead. Well, feel free to sleep by our fire tonight, and in the morning you can help us figure out where we're going, and we can help you get there without being murdered by skeletons. All right, I'll take that deal. And just to be clear, if you try anything funny, Theo will hoist you up against a tree, and I will shoot you through the heart. Yes, Theo, tree, heart, we are on the same page. I am here and compliant. Tremendous. And uh, he hunkers down like he actually bundles up his cloak as a little pillow and leans up against a tree. Anybody have any any business or anything you want to talk about with this before day comes? Uh, I think at some point before going to sleep, I will pull Callahan aside and say, he's been studying these skeletons. He knows how they work. Just keep your pistol ready because I get the sense that if things start to break bad for him, he'll try to use them as a trap for us. All right. And then I will cuddle up with my telescope and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should probably set up a watch or something since we know that there's danger on this island. Um, I'll I'll take the first watch. Ada, 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 Ada. Yes? You with the bedeviled weakness. As everyone seems to be drifting off and, and getting comfortable, you hear Captain Bratton Reese snoring lightly. He is just such a perfect prime little target for Monty to get some real, honest-to-God human flesh. Tides is a Crit Show Studios production. This episode edited and produced by Brendan Wentz, with music by Jake Purley. You can find the Ashcan for Rapscallion at magpiegames.com. You can learn more about the Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com and hear even more weekly content at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The influence of Freemasonry is undeniable, but who are these mysterious apron-wearing craftsmen, and what are they up to? For centuries, hater-ass conspiracy theorists have attempted to answer these questions. Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason, starring Zing Schacht as Randy Dunning, Lauren Grace Thompson as Gail Kruger, and Matthew Woodcock as Walter Clay. I just want to go on the record right now and say that I, Randy Dunning, am 100% anti-gravity. Like, subscribe, and share your way to the truth. 
when two flat earthers kidnap a Freemason. <laughs>